Welcome to Live Long and Dead. I'm your host, Cosmo. It is Tuesday, no, Monday, July 20-something. It's been a long several days. Heidi left yesterday for her five-day hike, uh, five-day trip, Sunday, coming back Friday. And 41 miles, they drove up yesterday morning and camped and then today was their hike in and this is her big once a year trip that uh, she started doing last year and it's good for her um but you know the five-day trip is way more than that because there were the days where she was training and there weren't as many days training as a year ago which was nice um but you know, the two or three days leading up to leaving, she was having to do all sorts of crap to get ready to go. Uh, the day before, she was busy the entire day. Um, so you spread it out. It's really like 20 days worth of stuff. And uh, my big concern is that I'm going to be still burnt out when school starts back up in September. Summer's more than halfway over now. And I have gotten no chance to really recharge my batteries and doesn't look like I'm going to have a chance. Um, you know, when she had that strong, strong negative reaction to when she back in June said, or maybe it was May, uh, that she had finalized or she was going to be finalizing the dates soon for her trip, but that her friend had is putting together the plan. And I said, Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, do it. You know, it's good for you. And then I started thinking about, okay, what can I do for myself? And she took exception to that, that I brought it up so quickly after she brought up her thing. Why not? Um, and yeah, so, and then that brought up a bunch of stuff from her from last year, because when she planned her trip last year, I planned a trip for myself. I brought COVID home. I took the train up to uh, Paso Robles, and from the train got COVID and brought it home. She had to push her trip back, and so she has still been resentful that I did my trip first, and my thought behind that was, I'm so burnt out before I tackle you being gone for a week. I need to get out of town for a couple of days and chill. So that's why I did it before hers. And she did not object. So, uh, yeah, so that, that pretty much made me drop any thought about me doing something. And we don't really have the money for it. Um, this is not a particularly expensive trip for her. She spent about $150 in stuff for the trip and then whatever the permit costs and then splitting the gas and that's pretty much it um and when i was doing that one night research on what to do it was all pretty expensive so but i'm you know a month away less than a month away till heidi's back at school and i'm back on my own and uh i don't feel recharged at all or like we've done anything we haven't gone to the beach we haven't gone to a park 
And that was one of my fears going into summer was that the days would drift by and then summer's over. And uh, uh, this past Tuesday, we had couples therapy, which we started just preemptively to try and improve communication. We have very different communication styles. And for example, I was raised and I, I really like the idea of you never go to bed mad, you never go to work mad. Because, hell, what if you don't wake up the next morning or you die on the way to work? And then the last thing you memory you have of that person was mad. So, like, always make up before bed. And Heidi is very not much that, very much not that person. She is uh, a rollover and go to sleep and then maybe talk about it tomorrow kind of person. So, we're doing couples therapy. And, uh, at this most recent one, the therapist and Heidi were both very concerned about how I would handle this week. And I've talked a lot about how I just need time to wrap my head around things and to mentally prepare for things, and then I can handle whatever. And I, that's the reason I push hard for Heidi to keep me updated on, like, I expect her home around 5.45 on school days. Uh, her contracted hours are until 3.30, but she freaking stays there until 6. Um, and whatever. If you're slammed at work or you need to go to Trader Joe's, cool. Uh, but just let me know, hey, it's not like it's hard. You say, hey, Siri. Uh, tech, I had to make sure my watch didn't start doing that. Uh, text Cosmo, I'm uh, going to Trader Joe's, be home late. Done. Great. Then I get that, and then I say, okay, Heidi's not going to be home in 10 minutes. She's going to be home in about 40 minutes, so uh, let's do this. I got it. But what sucks is, uh, I can't wait till she's home. I'm so tired. I'm so burnt out. Uh, she'll be home any minute now. Time goes by. Uh, she should have been home like 10 minutes ago. Where is she? Oh, yeah, I stopped by Trader Joe's. Um, so, but this trip I've known about for a couple months, so my head is prepared for it. I am ready for being alone with the kids for the five days. And, uh, and I debated whether to say this during the therapy, but I did. And uh, to be frank, it's not going to be that much different from a school day a school year weekday. Let's look at Tuesdays. You hit your snooze alarm seven times. You get up late to get in the shower and do your morning stuff. I get up and take care of the kids, get them all fed, get everything going, change their diapers. You come out late for work in a rush, say bye, kiss the babies, walk out the door. So you're essentially not there in the morning. And then if I'm lucky, you get home at 5.50, 5.55, you have to go pee. And then it's time to take James to Cub Scouts at around 6.05. And so I'm in charge of the kids for dinner and for bedtime. And you and James get home at 8.15 on a normal night. And then on Wednesdays, same morning routine. Uh, you pick James up to go take him to therapy out in the Gray Hills, which is a heck of a drive. 
and you get home around 6.30. So again, I've done bedtime and all that stuff. And so why is this going to be any different? <laughs> uh, and the therapist said, well, but you, Heidi's not going to be there when, you know, after you get the kids to bed. And I kind of shrugged and I said, all right, Heidi, uh, you know, because we've talked in therapy about how some nights you don't have the bandwidth to talk. You just want to sit on the couch and have the t zone out on the TV and zone out on your phone. And I respect that. That's fine. But how many days a week uh, of the five weekdays during the school year do you think that is? And she says, probably five out of five. Okay. So how is this different now instead of you being tired and burnt out on the couch and putting on a show that you want to watch and me wanting to connect and talk and then just kind of doing my own thing and then now I'm on my own and I get to put on what I want on the TV without having to think about anybody else and and it's not even like I'm going to miss you going to bed at night because you either pass out on the couch before I go to bed. And if I try and rouse you, you just are dead to the world and won't go to bed. Or you're still watching TV when I go to bed and then you pass out on the couch and you come to bed at like 3 a.m. And I, I've told her to like, hey, you know, you feel free to wake me up and so I can put my arm around you and, you know, go to sleep cuddling with somebody. I don't know if I'm a deep sleeper or she just doesn't do that, but I 95% of the time don't register when she comes to bed. Um, so tell me what's in that. And cause when I said all this, Heidi was like, Oh geez, harsh. What's inaccurate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's harsh. But w what did I say? That wasn't true. And that sort of struck a chord with the therapist. And so she made a point of like, okay, next therapy session, I want you, Heidi, to you know, think about how you can plan to save a little bandwidth for Cosmo when you get home. And uh, get home freaking a little bit earlier, huh? Um, I don't need much, but just... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I hope with this new... Pr the principal got fired there, the awful principal at her school. We don't know who the interim is, but I'm hoping that she can... Heidi, by nature, does everything 130%. She holds herself to a ridiculous standard. She could go to 60% of Heidi effort and still be the best teacher on that campus. There's no reason she needs to work that hard and to be there until 6 freaking p.m. Um, so I'm hoping she can sort of figure that out. Uh, she's been teaching for a decade now, 11 years now, so I'm not really going to hold my breath for that. Uh, so yeah, I'm on my own, and it's been okay so far. Um, yesterday got through the day and then auntie Doria came over to put the twins to bed and hang out with James. I went out with the 
my buddy Dave, and we went to Flappers Comedy Club. There was a comic that uh, the Instagram algorithm found for me, and uh, his name's Ryan Kelly, and uh, funny dude, and it was cool. He got a showcase uh, show, so it was an opening act for 30 minutes, and then he got over an hour, so I wasn't expecting that. That was neat, and got a chat with him for a little bit after the show, so that was nice. I got to get out, Um, and then today... It's a tough dynamic right now with the three of the kids, James being eight and a quarter and the twins being three and a quarter. They aren't fully formed beings yet. You know, they're not, you can't really play anything with them. They're just not there yet. Uh, You can't sit down and be like, hey, let's play vehicles. Um, And James is very much wanting to be the leader of the pack and be like, oh, I want to play it this way. And it doesn't work, buddy. And uh, the energy is just so high sometimes. While I was trying to change one diaper, James and Cade start sword fighting. I'm like, no, let's not do violent stuff. Because, shocker, the three-year-old does not understand when it is appropriate or when they're playing sword fighting and when they're not. And so, James, you start opening up that box. Then when you're drawing, he's going to want a sword fight. He's going to come over and whack you with a sword. And you're going to go, ow, and then get mad. And uh, James gets very bitter when uh, Cece steps on his finger. Or, uh, you know, accidents happen with clumsy, goofy three-year-olds. Um, so it'll be better in a year when they're four and he's nine, I I think, because then they'll be able to like do stuff. But right now it's just chaos. Twins are just little hurricanes and a neighbor gave us a little outdoor toy house, you know, for two toddlers. But James is like, I want to go in there. Okay, there's technically room for all three of you. You just can't stand up. And Cade was being a total douche, going like, no, it's me house. You can't come in, Bubba. You're too big. And Cade, he can come in. He's fine. Just be careful. And then James wanted to sit on the little chair that was in there. Fine, I'll sit on the floor. James, I know it sucks being the big brother sometimes, but you're eight. Can't you be a little flexible? And, like, can't you be a little easygoing? <sighs> no, he can't. Um, <sighs> uh, yeah, and then it's, you know, 100 degrees out here in L.A. this week. And Cade is obsessed with that little house outside. So at 1 o'clock he's going, he won't go outside. No, it's hot. We can go out there later. Cade ah, is so short-tempered these days. I want a bar. Me want bar. Neutral grain bar. You already had a bar this morning, buddy. You can't have a bar. You get a risk. Ah, running, running away screaming. Um, punk. And uh, so grandma and grandpa, Heidi's parents, came over as they do on Wednesday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, so I can get my work done. They're here from 12 to 3. I try and let them go early if I get my stuff done early. And so they get here, and 
Cade had just pooped. So I'm like, Grandpa, Cade has a poop for you. And just, uh, I'm like, okay, J James had cleaned up his room a little bit. So I'm like, you earned Minecraft time. Go play. But he starts drawing Grandma into Minecraft. I'm like, Grandma, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. And, okay, buddy, not that Grandma is much help with her dementia, but, uh, you know, she can at least sort of keep an eye on a kid. Um, sort of. But you, you know, showing her Minecraft, which she doesn't understand or care about. Just plain chill. And so I am sitting down at the computer trying to get going on work stuff. And Grandpa says, you're going to have to get Kate. He's running away from me. Won't let me change his diaper. Okay. Go grab him. Knock it off. And uh, so then they are wanting to draw because James had been drawing. So I put them in the high chair because I'm like, oh, then they're going to be a little bit more contained and grandma can sit there right in front of them and draw with them. And uh, then grandpa starts bitching about how it's lunchtime and how, why are you giving them crayons? When, because they want to draw. They don't have to eat right this second. And then James is being super bossy as he is. And Kate had a little metal boat pencil sharpener out of the crayon box. And I'm like, James, don't chill, buddy. You're just, it's not breakable. It's metal. Cade can't hurt it. Okay, just make sure they don't put any crayons in. Dude, shh. You got two adults there. Like, Grandma will not let them put a crayon in the freaking pencil sharpener. Chill. And, uh, yeah, so 48 minutes go by before I'm able to start any work because I keep having to go out there and tell James to chill or... And the babies were being extra loud and obnoxious and grandma and grandpa are trying to shush them. I'm like, just ignore them, please. Then they'll get bored. But if you, they will be very, uh, do the opposite of what you say if you tell them to stop it. So that was stressful. <laughs> they got lunch done and then they turn on the TV and grandpa puts on, on the antenna, some channel that has, Funny animals until two o'clock, but then at two o'clock it turns to fail army. And that I don't like the babies watching that, uh, but it keeps their attention for a couple minutes. But then they get antsy because it's not a freaking kids program. So I have to go out there and be like, Yeah, of course they're running around being crazy because you're freaking putting this crap on. Put on a show that's meant for them that will engage them. Put on Bluey, put on Fig, put on Thomas. So that, that was frustrating. I got my work done. And then James and I went into his room and went through a box full of big toys. And he was willing to give like five or six to the babies. And we cleaned out that box that had a bunch of loose little toys underneath it. So that was nice. We were productive and he had a good attitude about it. Um, so overall, he had a good day. And so I send Grandma and Grandpa home, get the twins down for quiet time. James and I watch. He wanted G.I. Joe, so we watched a little G.I. Joe. And, uh, oh, Home Run Dodgers? Nope, not Home Run Dodgers. They play the Blue Jays right down. Um, yeah, so then Grandma is coming to pick James up to, at four so that he can go spend the night. And... 
James had just started playing. He wanted to play with some Godzillas. And he comes out just absolutely about to hyperventilate, stressing out. I can't find legendary Godzilla and three vehicles. Okay. Where'd you last have them? I don't know. Freaking out. Okay. Well, they're around somewhere. Nobody would throw a Godzilla. He did not walk away. The twins are pretty good about not messing with Godzillas. So it's around somewhere. And James is really, really bad at looking for stuff and finding things. So, dude, chill. But just, he's, you know, immediately up to 11, like he does sometimes. And Grandma goes in there to try and help him, and they can't find it. And so then he's all morose and, okay, let's let's go. I don't want to leave things on that note. Oh, don't forget your Hapkido uniform. He can't find it. Because, shocking, he did not, uh, when I say, hey, James, don't don't leave that out here. Let's put it away where it belongs. Treat it with respect. And now it's gone. It turns out Heidi had washed it, and it was in a hamper full of baby and James clothes that uh, Grandma Patrice had been folding earlier. So it was on the back of the couch under a Cecilia jacket. That's why I didn't find it. Uh, but for that 20 minutes of tearing up the house trying to find it, and James getting amped up, and Grandma getting amped up, and me getting amped up. That was miserable. Um, so yeah, it was just like 45 minutes of tantrums because couldn't find the Godzilla, couldn't find his uniform. So that sucked. And uh, took the babies on a very hot walk. And uh, Cade was cute as we were doing bedtime. He... They don't really like to cuddle much anymore unless they get hurt. And he cuddled with me and we listened to a couple songs. And then uh, he was helpful when I couldn't find Cecilia's blanket. And uh, <laughs> normally Cece, Cade climbs into his bed and Cece sits on me while I sing my couple of songs. But tonight she got in her bed. So I get, because Heidi's been doing all the singing at night since she's around up until now and so she was in bed he was in bed and i was kind of leaning up against her bed while singing the songs and as i was about to go kate says me want me songs so i get over to him and i sing you are my sunshine and i said you good buddy and he says yeah and he says me like you <laughs> i said i love you too buddy that was sweet. And he said, you happy? And I said, yes, buddy. You've been very nice to daddy. I am, I'm a happy daddy. This is a nice way to end my night. And now it's, Jesus, 8.40. <laughs> Got them to bed around 7. And uh, then I had to water the grass out front because it's not looking good. And made a little dinner. And then I had to clean up the living room and then clean up the couch and now I'm here and it's 8.40 and I'm kind of crashed soon probably. But it's nice to have the house to myself. I'm going to go have a beer after this. Finish watching the Dodger game. The cat just climbed on me. Hello, cat. Her name is Ichigo. I found her on nextdoor.com in 2018. She's a calico. One of the prettiest kitties I've ever seen. Uh, white orange, black, and uh, a 13-year-old girl had found her, and they had two dogs, big dogs, that had uh, 
killed the last cat they had. So this mother was like, we can't keep him, but the daughter doesn't know that the dogs killed the cat. Um, and this girl speaks fluent Japanese, and she named her Ichigo, which is Japanese for strawberry. And we thought that was a cute name, and we call her Ichi and Ichigo. So she's a, a cutie, real nice personality for a cat. She's not a, she'll cuddle on you, and she's currently in a ball on her side. Show me your tummy. But she does not like being picked up. She does not like being held. She will lay on you, but you can't make her do anything she doesn't want to do. She's a very strong-minded cat. And uh, so she's a, she's a winner. Huh, Itchy. Um, tomorrow and the rest of the week shouldn't be too bad. I have a work call in the morning, but Auntie's going to come over and watch the twins for that. And then the rest of the day I'm on my own. I had reached out to a couple friends. I'd like to do something else this week about maybe going out to, there's a good Italian restaurant walking distance from her, from my house. And uh, friends hadn't returned the query. And so I kind of decided, well, I'm going to take James there. James and I will get the babies to bed. Grandma will watch the babies or be here while the babies sleep. And James and I will go have a daddy Sunday. I'll have some pizza. James will have a, burger or some spaghetti and we'll hang out and I'm sure he'll talk at me about Godzilla and Minecraft the entire time. I, uh, on a walk the other day with James, thought I could maybe do a preemptive strike because he's been playing a little bit of Red Dead Redemption with me, heavily monitored by me. And, uh, so there's very little killing and we avoid conflict whenever possible and we're not killing random animals like you do. We're just kind of riding around and exploring and occasionally getting in a gunfight when there's a bad guy. Like the Lemoyne Raiders come out and get us. So since he's interested in Red Dead and enjoying that, I'm like, okay, before he starts talking to me about Godzilla and Minecraft, hey, James, let me tell you about the plot of Red Dead Redemption 1 and 2. And so I take about 20 minutes and go through the plot of the first game and then the second game and he's engaged, but the second I'm done. So, Dad, did you know in Minecraft that you can get an emerald? That's the rarest thing in Minecraft. But you need a diamond the pickaxe, and you need a diamond shovel, and then you need a netherite, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yep. Yep. Best is when he asks me Godzilla trivia that I don't have any. Like, hey, Dad, which was the first one that had Mothra in it? God, this one, or which era of Godzilla? Heisei era or Toho or, or Legendary? I don't know, dude. You can tell me and then I might remember it, but I'm not going to be able to guess. Or he's got like a playlist of 150 Godzilla songs because there's been 30 movies or something. So, uh, yeah. And he'll say, hey, Dad, do you know whose theme song this is? No. I can recognize the main Godzilla theme. I can recognize Ghidorah, the three-headed monsters theme. But other than that, no. <laughs> um, he did do a really cool Godzilla drawing today. And I put it up on Instagram, Cosmo underscore more, M-O-O-R-E. And uh, I was impressed. I, he was stressed. He threw it throughout the first one he did. And... Uh, but he was pleased with the second one and 
buildings are on fire. Godzilla's doing the pose where he's looking up and shooting his atomic breath into the air. And good job, James. Um, he's, I signed him up for an improv class. The comedy club I like to go to in Burbank is doing a kids' comedy improv class. And then after the class, they get to go perform at the Two Milk Minimum show at Flappers, which is the kid-friendly show we've gone to before. So that'll be cool. And uh, the freaking cluster F of trying to get him a psychologist continues. So he had been with a lady named Martha through Alba Wellness Group, which was a outside referral from Kaiser, I believe. He's been with her for 10 months now, 11 months. And she was good. James liked her. In the last month or two, they had, you know, really kind of built the relationship where James was comfortable with Heidi leaving the room and stuff. And Alba Wellness is reorganizing their stuff, and that lady's been moved to virtual only. James being eight years old, he is not at all going to be productive on a virtual therapy session, so we need in person. So that therapist was trying to get Alba Wellness to assign him a in-person doctor, and there's no ETA on that. And Kaiser, so I call Kaiser. Nobody they have. The only option is going to their clinic in Silmar, which is a good... 20, 30 minute drive. And that's very cold and not really kid friendly. It's just a Kaiser building. You know, it's not a real psychologist's office where it's like warm and inviting and they might have toys and stuff. So not ideal. And after like four weeks since we've been done with Martha and nothing's been happening, I said, fine, give us the Silmar thing. So James went to his first appointment there. Did not love it. The lady sat behind a cold desk behind her computer and just talked with them. No no warmth, no friendliness. So Heidi does not think it's going to be a good fit. We'll give it one more session to see if it changes. But that's frustrating. And he needs somebody to talk about his feelings. And how he's quick to anger and quick to stress and yeah, it's not fun to have to watch him go through that stuff and uh he's been crashing a bunch during the day uh, falling asleep he hasn't napped since he was two and a half i think maybe yeah um and i think he's taken three or four naps the last week Without, he was busy a week ago, but like when he crashed two days ago, he hadn't done squat all day or the day before. And Heidi says, well, that could be a sign of depression. And is he depressed? I don't know. Um, is he depressed because those girls were such bitches to him this school year and the rejection? Is he depressed because he's starting to notice his cerebral palsy and that he's considerably slower gross motor skills wise than other kids? 
and that would affect you if you know you can't run with your buddies when they're playing running around games is he depressed because he's starting to feel the you know the twins still take a lot of energy and attention and he was great for the first couple of years but is that starting to weigh on him are we not giving him enough attention I don't know. Or is it all that stuff? Or is it chemical? Um, no freaking idea. I just know it's unusual for him to take a nap and pass out cold for two and a half hours. Um, so that's stressful. Um, Heidi's back on Friday. Woohoo. And James is going to go over and spend the night grandma and grandpa and auntie's house on Wednesday. So that'll be fun. He hasn't, he's only done that once, I think, or maybe twice. And that is about it. And strange new worlds. Season two is seven episodes through it so far. I'm disappointed. I loved season one. I thought it was a breath of fresh air. I thought it was the best new Trek. And this season has fallen very flat for me. I don't know if I had too high of expectations or what. I don't love that it has, there haven't really been ensemble cast episodes. There's been a focus like this one's a new Hura episode. This one's a Leon, Laon episode. And when there's only 10 episodes in a season, it doesn't leave room for filler episodes and there have been filler episodes like next week's a freaking musical episode and uh so i'm yeah underwhelmed for sure and on that good note i will bid you farewell until next time and now i'm tired no it's 8 50 and <laughs> Wasted night. All right. Vaya con Dios.